You're listening to The Big Bible Read, an initiative of the Pulse and the Word radio stations. For Bible study resources and to join a community of other Bible readers, visit BigBibleRead.com. Leviticus chapter 25. The Lord spoke to Moses at Mount Sinai. Speak to the Israelites and tell them, When you enter the land that I am giving you, the land must observe a Sabbath to the Lord. Six years you may sow your field, and six years you may prune your vineyard and gather the produce. But in the seventh year, the land must have a Sabbath of complete rest, a Sabbath to the Lord. You must not sow your field or prune your vineyard. You must not gather in the aftergrowth of your harvest, and you must not pick the grapes of your unpruned vines. The land must have a year of complete rest. You may have the Sabbath produce of the land to eat. You, your male servant, your female servant, your hired worker, the resident foreigner who stays with you, your cattle, and the wild animals that are in your land. All its produce will be for you to eat. You must count off seven weeks of years, seven times seven years, and the days of the seven weeks of years will amount to 49 years. You must sound loud horn blasts in the seventh month on the tenth day of the month on the Day of Atonement. You must sound the horn in your entire land. So you must consecrate the fiftieth year, and you must proclaim a release in the land for all its inhabitants. That year will be your jubilee. Each one of you must return to his property, and each one of you must return to his clan. That fiftieth year will be your jubilee. You must not sow the land, harvest its aftergrowth, or pick the grapes of its unpruned vines, because that year is a jubilee. It will be holy to you. You may eat its produce from the land. In this year of jubilee, you must each return to your property. If you make a sale to your fellow citizen or buy from your fellow citizen, no one is to wrong his brother. You may buy it from your fellow citizen according to the number of years since the last jubilee. He may sell it to you according to the years of produce that are left. The more years there are, the more you may make its purchase price. And the fewer years there are, the less you must make its purchase price, because he is only selling to you a number of years of produce. No one is to oppress his fellow citizen, but you must fear your God, because I am the Lord your God. You must obey my statutes and my regulations. You must be sure to keep them, so that you may live securely in the land. The land will give you its fruit, and you may eat until you are satisfied, and you may live securely in the land. If you say, What will we produce in the seventh year if we do not sow and gather our produce? I will command my blessing for you in the sixth year, so that it may yield the produce for three years. And you may sow the eighth year and eat from that sixth year's produce, old produce, until you bring in the ninth year's produce, you may eat old produce. The land must not be sold without reclaim, because the land belongs to me. For you are foreign residents, temporary settlers with me. In all your landed property, you must provide for the right of redemption of the land. If your brother becomes impoverished and sells some of his property, his near redeemer is to come to you and redeem what his brother sold. If a man has no redeemer, but he prospers and gains enough for its redemption, he is to calculate the value of the years it was sold, refund the balance to the man to whom he had sold it, and return to his property. If he has not prospered enough to refund a balance to him, then what he sold will belong to the one who bought it until the jubilee year, but it must revert in the jubilee, and the original owner may return to his property. If a man sells a residential house in a walled city, its right of redemption must extend until one full year from its sale. Its right of redemption must extend to a full calendar year. If it is not redeemed before the full calendar year is ended, the house in the walled city will belong without reclaim to the one who bought it throughout his generations. It will not revert in the jubilee. The houses of villages, however, which have no walls surrounding them, 
must be considered as the field of the land. They will have the right of redemption and must revert in the Jubilee. As for the cities of the Levites, the houses in the cities which they possess, the Levites must have a perpetual right of redemption. Whatever someone among the Levites must redeem, the sale of a house which is his property in a city, must revert in the Jubilee, because the houses of the cities of the Levites are their property in the midst of the Israelites. Moreover, the open field areas of their cities must not be sold, because that is their perpetual possession. If your brother becomes impoverished and is indebted to you, you must support him. He must live with you like a foreign resident. Do not take interest or profit from him, but you must fear your God, and your brother must live with you. You must not lend him your money at interest, and you must not sell him food for profit. I am the Lord your God, who brought you out from the land of Egypt to give you the land of Canaan to be your God. If your brother becomes impoverished with regard to you, so that he sells himself to you, you must not subject him to slave service. He must be with you as a hired worker, as a resident foreigner. He must serve you until the year of Jubilee, but then he may go free, he and his children with him, and may return to his family and to the property of his ancestors. Since the Israelites are my servants, whom I brought out from the land of Egypt, they must not be sold in a slave sale. You must not rule over them harshly, but you must fear your God. As for your male and female slaves who may belong to you, you may buy male and female slaves from the nations all around you. Also, you may buy slaves from the children of the foreigners who reside with you and from the families that are with you, whom they have fathered in your land. They may become your property. You may give them as an inheritance to your children after you to possess as property. You may enslave them perpetually. However, as for your brothers the Israelites, no man may rule over his brother harshly. If a resident foreigner who is with you prospers and your brother becomes impoverished with regard to him so that he sells himself to a resident foreigner who is with you or to a member of a foreigner's family, after he has sold himself, he retains a right of redemption. One of his brothers may redeem him or his uncle or his cousin may redeem him or any one of the rest of his blood relatives, his family may redeem him or if he prospers, he may redeem himself. He must calculate with the one who bought him the number of years from the year he sold himself to him until the jubilee year, and the cost of his sale must correspond to the number of years according to the rate of wages a hired worker would have earned while with him. If there are still many years, in keeping with them he must refund most of the cost of his purchase for his redemption. But if only a few years remain until the jubilee, he must calculate for himself in keeping with the remaining years and refund it for his redemption. He must be with the one who bought him, like a yearly hired worker. The one who bought him must not rule over him harshly in your sight. If, however, he is not redeemed in these ways, he must go free in the jubilee year, he and his children with him, because the Israelites are my own servants. They are my servants whom I brought out from the land of Egypt. I am the Lord your God. Chapter 26 You must not make for yourselves idols. So you must not set up for yourselves a carved image or a pillar, and you must not place a sculpted stone in your land to bow down before it, for I am the Lord your God. You must keep my Sabbaths and reverence my sanctuary. I am the Lord. If you walk in my statutes and are sure to obey my commandments, I will give you rains in their time, so that the land will give its yield and the trees of the field will produce their fruit. Threshing season will extend for you until the season for harvesting grapes, and the season for harvesting grapes will extend until sowing season. So you will eat your bread until you are satisfied, and you will live securely in your land. I will grant peace in the land, so that you will lie down to sleep without anyone terrifying you. 
I will remove harmful animals from the land, and no sword of war will pass through your land. You will pursue your enemies, and they will fall before you by the sword. Five of you will pursue a hundred, and a hundred of you will pursue ten thousand, and your enemies will fall before you by the sword. I will turn to you, make you fruitful, multiply you, and maintain my covenant with you. You will still be eating stored produce from the previous year, and you will have to clean out what is stored from the previous year to make room for new. I will put my tabernacle in your midst, and I will not abhor you. I will walk among you, and I will be your God, and you will be my people. I am the Lord your God, who brought you out from the land of Egypt, from being their slaves, and I broke the bars of your yoke and caused you to walk upright. If, however, you do not obey me and keep all these commandments, if you reject my statutes and abhor my regulations so that you do not keep all my commandments and you break my covenant, I, for my part, will do this to you. I will inflict horror on you, consumption and fever which diminish eyesight and drain away the vitality of life. You will sow your seed in vain because your enemies will eat it. I will set my face against you. You will be struck down before your enemies. Those who hate you will rule over you and you will flee when there is no one pursuing you. If in spite of all these things you do not obey me, I will discipline you seven times more on account of your sins. I will break your strong pride and make your sky like iron and your land like bronze. Your strength will be used up in vain. Your land will not give its yield and the trees of the land will not produce their fruit. If you walk in hostility against me and are not willing to obey me, I will increase your affliction seven times according to your sins. I will send the wild animals against you and they will bereave you of your children, annihilate your cattle and diminish your population so that your roads will become deserted. If in spite of these things you do not allow yourselves to be disciplined and you walk in hostility against me, then I myself will also walk in hostility against you and strike you seven times on account of your sins. I will bring on you an avenging sword, a covenant vengeance. Although you will gather together into your cities, I will send pestilence among you and you will be given into enemy hands. When I break off your supply of bread, ten women will bake your bread in one oven They will ration your bread by weight, and you will eat it and not be satisfied. If in spite of this you do not obey me, but walk in hostility against me, I will walk in hostile rage against you, and I myself will also discipline you seven times on account of your sins. You will eat the flesh of your sons and the flesh of your daughters. I will destroy your high places and cut down your incense altars, and I will stack your dead bodies on top of the lifeless bodies of your idols. I will abhor you. I will lay your cities waste and make your sanctuaries desolate, and I will refuse to smell your soothing aromas. I myself will make the land desolate, and your enemies who live in it will be appalled. I will scatter you among the nations and unsheath the sword after you, so your land will become desolate and your cities will become a waste. Then the land will make up for its Sabbaths all the days it lies desolate while you are in the land of your enemies. Then the land will rest and make up its Sabbaths. All the days of the desolation, it will have the rest it did not have on your Sabbaths when you lived on it. As for the ones who remain among you, I will bring despair into their hearts in the land of their enemies. The sound of a blowing leaf will pursue them, and they will flee as one who flees the sword, and will fall down even though there is no pursuer. They will stumble over each other as those who flee before a sword, though there is no pursuer, and there will be no one to take a stand for you before your enemies." You will perish among the nations. The land of your enemies will consume you. As for the ones who remain among you, 
They will rot away because of their iniquity in the land of your enemies. And they will also rot away because of their ancestors' iniquities, which are with them. However, when they confess their iniquity and their ancestors' iniquities, which they committed by trespassing against me, by which they also walked in hostility against me, and I myself will walk in hostility against them and bring them into the land of their enemies. And then their uncircumcised hearts become humbled and they make up for their iniquities. I will remember my covenant with Jacob and also my covenant with Isaac and also my covenant with Abraham. And I will remember the land. The land will be abandoned by them in order that it may make up for its Sabbaths while it is made desolate without them. And they will make up for their iniquity because they have rejected my regulations and have abhorred my statutes. In spite of this, however, when they are in the land of their enemies, I will not reject them and abhor them to make a complete end of them, to break my covenant with them, for I am the Lord their God. I will remember for them the covenant with their ancestors, whom I brought out from the land of Egypt in the sight of the nations to be their God. I am the Lord. These are the statutes, regulations, and instructions which the Lord established between himself and the Israelites at Mount Sinai through Moses. Mark 7. Now the Pharisees and some of the experts in the law who came from Jerusalem gathered around him, and they saw that some of Jesus' disciples ate their bread with unclean hands, that is, unwashed. For the Pharisees and all the Jews do not eat unless they perform a ritual washing, holding fast to the tradition of the elders. And when they come from the marketplace, they do not eat unless they wash. They hold fast to many other traditions, the washing of cups, pots, kettles, and dining couches. The Pharisees and the experts in the law asked him, Why do your disciples not live according to the tradition of the elders, but eat with unwashed hands? He said to them, Isaiah prophesied correctly about you hypocrites. As it is written, This people honors me with their lips, but their heart is far from me. They worship me in vain, teaching as doctrine the commandments of men. Having no regard for the command of God, you hold fast to human tradition. He also said to them, You neatly reject the commandment of God in order to set up your tradition. For Moses said, Honor your father and your mother, and... Whoever insults his father or mother must be put to death. But you say that if anyone tells his father or mother, whatever help you would have received from me is Corban, that is, a gift for God, then you no longer permit him to do anything for his father or mother. Thus you nullify the word of God by your tradition that you have handed down, and you do many things like this. Then he called the crowd again and said to them, Listen to me, everyone, and understand. There is nothing outside of a person that can defile him by going into him. Rather, it is what comes out of a person that defiles him. Now when Jesus had left the crowd and entered the house, his disciples asked him about the parable. He said to them, Are you so foolish? Don't you understand that whatever goes into a person from outside cannot defile him? For it does not enter his heart but his stomach, and then goes out into the sewer. This means all foods are clean. He said, what comes out of a person defiles him. For from within, out of the human heart, come evil ideas, sexual immorality, theft, murder, adultery, greed, evil, deceit, debauchery, envy, slander, pride, and folly. All these evils come from within and defile a person. After Jesus left there, he went to the region of Tyre. When he went into a house, 
He did not want anyone to know, but he was not able to escape notice. Instead, a woman whose young daughter had an unclean spirit immediately heard about him and came and fell at his feet. The woman was a Greek of Syrophoenician origin. She asked him to cast the demon out of her daughter. He said to her, Let the children be satisfied first, for it is not right to take the children's bread and throw it to the dogs. She answered, Yes, Lord, but even the dogs under the table eat the children's crumbs. Then he said to her, Because you said this, you may go. The demon has left your daughter. She went home and found the child lying on the bed and the demon gone. Then Jesus went out again from the region of Tyre and came through Sidon to the Sea of Galilee in the region of Decapolis. They brought him to a deaf man who had difficulty speaking, and they asked him to place his hands on him. After Jesus took him aside privately away from the crowd, he put his fingers in the man's ears, and after spitting, he touched his tongue. Then he looked up to heaven and said with a sigh, Ephatha, that is, be opened. And immediately the man's ears were opened, his tongue loosened, and he spoke plainly. Jesus ordered them not to tell anyone, but as much as he ordered them not to do this, they proclaimed it all the more. People were completely astounded and said, He has done everything well. He even makes the deaf hear and the mute speak. Psalm 51. For the music director, a psalm of David, written when Nathan the prophet confronted him after David's affair with Bathsheba. Have mercy on me, O God, because of your loyal love. Because of your great compassion, wipe away my rebellious acts. Wash away my wrongdoing. Cleanse me of my sin. For I am aware of my rebellious acts. I am forever conscious of my sin. Against you, you above all, I have sinned. I have done what is evil in your sight. So you are just when you confront me. You are right when you condemn me. Look, I was guilty of sin from birth, a sinner the moment my mother conceived me. Look, you desire integrity in the inner man. You want me to possess wisdom. Cleanse me with hyssop and I will be pure. Wash me and I will be whiter than snow. Grant me the ultimate joy of being forgiven. May the bones you crushed rejoice. Hide your face from my sins. Wipe away all my guilt. Create for me a pure heart, O God. Renew a resolute spirit within me. Do not reject me. Do not take your Holy Spirit away from me. Let me again experience the joy of your deliverance. Sustain me by giving me the desire to obey. Then I will teach rebels your merciful ways, and sinners will turn to you. Rescue me from the guilt of murder, O God, the God who delivers me. Then my tongue will shout for joy because of your righteousness. O Lord, give me the words, then my mouth will praise you. Certainly you do not want a sacrifice, or else I would offer it. You do not desire a burnt sacrifice. The sacrifice God desires is a humble spirit. O God, a humble and repentant heart you will not reject. Because you favor Zion, do what is good for her. Fortify the walls of Jerusalem. Then you will accept the proper sacrifices, burnt sacrifices, and whole offerings. Then bulls will be sacrificed on your altar. The scriptures quoted are from the Net Bible, netbible.com. Copyright 1996 2019, used with permission from Biblical Studies Press, LLC. All rights reserved. <laughs>